Haha, <laughs> jokes on you, it's not a real podcast, because nothing is real. However, and I know you do, between you and some cash, what do you think I choose? With correct amount, you can buy a sum with a capital, with a I want to talk about something that my favorite YouTubers are talking about. And by the way, that's the first podcast I've ever made. I'm basically talking to a mic. Just the first time I'm making a podcast or anything like that. It's a little bit weird, but it feels fine with me. And the first topic here is actually the copyright strikes, which I thought is a little bit awkward that that thing is existing because it's something that is ruining YouTube, of course, and ruining a lot of platforms, and many, many people have been talking about it before me. But I address it because I think I encountered this problem myself just by using TikTok. And because of TikTok, I realized that copyright claims are even more affecting me, myself, and I. And uh, when it comes to the content creation, the creative process, I feel like I'm missing a lot of things just because I'm afraid of using one or the other sound in my videos or any kind of content I'm creating. So let's see what we have to say about it because that's an uh, interesting topic for me and I've been watching many podcasts just because I hear them saying constantly things about their experience with the copyright claims, copyright strikes, copyright anything. And I'm like, why is this happening in 2023? Like, it should be the opposite way. The information should be spread a little bit uh, more freely. But uh, here we go. A lot of YouTubers are talking about it. The copyright strikes on music and some types of sound configurations in general which system claims automatically by now without even asking content creators permission of issuing a strike because some poor guy layered that sound configuration on his cute and slightly overweight cat slideshow. That cat deserves attention, of course, so don't get me wrong. I remember pretty clearly that there was an issue on H3 podcast when they barely listened a song of some artist during their live show and got claimed. And even after that artist and at the same time the fan of the show reacted on the situation in favor of H3, she found it difficult to remove this auto-generated claim. Quite ridiculous and uh, I would say ex machina-esque, but here we go. Back to the cat thing. Um, definitely pro fact that a cat mom or a cat dad gets a dime out of using any kind of appropriate sound configuration made not by them even, it's not gonna ruin the artist or let's say a sound creator from now on. I think you understand why. That music or sound could be something rather mediocre or created using a bunch of free sound creating and editing tools. Could be something downloaded from the web for free actually. Though I think there could be some advanced YouTube system mechanics for tracking that, I'm not fully aware. The point is, claim could be far away from being justified and platforms bot feels free to claim things without second thought. 
And by now this term feels and like second thought can be applied to a bot, so don't judge me for AI and all, all that kind of stuff. But it's not always some poor guy with a cute cat, of course. What if some megacorp is going to use music or other sound configuration in their megacorp insanely budgety campaign without consent? They monetize on stuff easily anyway with all the team they hire. Why giving them an easy pass on something a small creator might earn and buy a dinner for their whole family or a house, by the way? Everyone deserves one by default anyway. So we hear critics on both sides, and uh, both sides have valid points. At some extent from the side of a megacorp, at bigger extent from the side of a small blogger. Right? My own solution would be to put a disclaimer in the video description about a creator of the sound. You click on the description, boom! All the info about the creator, which includes the channel and other links, pop up. At a picture. A good and appropriate photo of yours, maybe with the cat again, they're that thing that never gets old. Let's go even further and put the creator's info right before the video starts, or like a widget in the corner of the screen so it doesn't feel as annoying and sort of in your face. As you can see, there are some options to consider. I made them up just now from the top of my head, and those are pretty obvious solutions. For anyone to think of. I'm not feeling remotely special because I mentioned those. It's just would be weird not to put them out on a display if I'm already talking about technical solutions like I'm a pro. I'm certainly not one, but I know how to watch videos and enjoy them, though it feels like I'm missing something. It could be the fact of how profitable it can get for certain parties of the whole copyright claim process. Think about it like this. I'm a big guy with the fat check, let's say, at the end of the year. And I, I want to be sure I get every dollar for what I do and for what I don't, if I can. I have a team of lawyers by my side and I can use any tool to extract profit by using their skills. And I want to do it because I can and that is how money was made, essentially. My money. For this abominable type of content creators, this system of copyright claiming is rather perfect. The legal team gets a piece of cake. They're happy to go as far as it takes, if needed. It might never get to the point of using legal actions. Most of the claims are not getting escalated so far and grim, I'm pretty sure about that. Sometimes it's easier to give the money for your video to someone else than experience true hell of legal hell. True hell of legal hell, yeah, sure. Just to find out that you've lost and suddenly with no money to buy food. Also, let's not forget the cloud this drama could bring to the big creator. One follower less, maybe two or three more to go, but quick clicks and views will bring more of those, so why bother? The system on YouTube, and not only on this platform, of course, wanna be universal in terms of regular folks' accessibility, and even though it creates monstrosities along the way, it's somehow the best one we have. Nobody wants to find themselves in this situation where their revenue goes all over the place, but to their own wallet and, of course, taxes. Ha ha. And that's the main issue here, though. Thoughts?
<laughs> Thank you for listening to my rant. If you suddenly found this bot, it might be the sign that YouTube is recommending it to someone, and I'm glad you're tuned in. See you in the next one, if there will be one. So, bye, take care. Thank you for watching. Or more like listening. Damn, this podcast thing is killing me already.